What is going on, youth? Man, we are here uh, with our youth podcast, and we're so excited because we have our worship pastor, Mr. Sam Misagaro. Say what's up to everybody. Um, we're excited to have him on. We got a few questions that we're going to ask him. Um, some funny questions, some worship-related questions. We don't know where this is going to go. Um, we're just excited to have him on as a guest today. So let's just, we're going to dive into some good questions. We got some funny ones at the top. And uh, I'm scared for this one because I have to answer it too, and I don't know. But um, what is the weirdest thing that you have ever done? And the reason why I ask you this is because I feel like you've done weird stuff. So that's why I put this one on here because I feel like you just do weird things. So give me your weirdest thing you've ever done. Well, I, I appreciate it. Also, <laughs> thanks for having me on. I've never been on a podcast before. And so, so I'm not as seasoned and as polished as you. In I'm the intro, bro, about foul you. I thought you were screaming at me. <laughs> it was too much energy. Sorry. It's too early. I bring the energy good. really fast, really <laughs> yeah. hard. Scares yeah, a lot of people, didn't, but it's okay. Yeah, it didn't ease in at all. <laughs> um, uh, all right. So weirdest thing that I've ever done. Uh, that's kind of subjective. I feel like I feel like to you, every day of my life is just weird. If yeah. we're being if we're being honest, but for me, the weirdest thing that I think that I've ever done probably happened in sixth grade it doesn't make sense to people when i tell them this story but i am a rebel at heart uh-huh. but i'm also a super respectful person and so it just makes for like just doing weird things so i just remember there's one time i rallied like everyone in my sixth grade class to pass notes about our teacher that taught spanish uh but on the notes were just like really kind things about the teacher so oh okay which is just like really weird because part of me was like i want to be a rebel and i want to do something kind of like sneaky but also i don't really want to get in trouble but i also (laughs) wanted to be nice at the same time so so it's kind of like just just pick a lane but that's my so really you just wanted to be a nice person but also weird at the same time (laughs) Um, uh i guess so i guess if you want the teacher like it um no she was just like really confused by it because uh, so it like kept getting passed around and we were hoping she would catch us we were Mm -hmm. like making it obvious like Mm-hmm. you know um but but then she never caught us so then we had the classroom narc we told her like go tell go <laughs> tell that we're passing this note go yeah. tell on us and then she went and told on us and she's like hey salmon deshaun are passing notes to each other and then the teacher like pretended to to like just be walking by us and then saw the note and was like yeah. oh what's this uh-huh. and then it just said a bunch of nice things about her we're so glad that we're in your class you're such a great teacher that's such a <laughs> good thing to do that is, so that is very weird uh, i mean that is legit weird yeah it is weird but it's super nice this is my this is my i don't know sixth grade brain and that still exists in me rather than just do something nice for my wife i, I have like some weird spin on it that just confuses her so um that's just i it don't makes know it interesting it stucks. You know? it stucks, yeah. it's keep, not normal i mean it, it would have been different it would been normal if you would have just given everybody a letter and say hey, write something nice about her teacher and then give it to her yeah, yeah that's not the fun way to do it though yeah, yeah you yeah. got a surprise her you, you know? got a surprise that surprise her she thinks it's something bad yeah she opens it and it's something yep. good about her so. yeah yeah she thought it was gonna be something raunchy someone's talking smack about yeah. another student but lo and behold she was surprised we like you we actually you do like a great you. job <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're glad to be in your class i love that um so i want to answer this too because you told me I had to, but yeah. uh, I was trying to think. I don't do a lot of weird things, in my opinion. They're probably weird to other people. Oh my gosh, they're I, probably weird to other. I people. probably have more stories about you being weird than probably. Me being weird. I, I sing a lot. People probably don't know that. I sing a lot. Miranda will tell you that. But this one weird thing that I did a long time ago, I was probably like oh, maybe in sixth grade. No, I would have been like fourth grade, maybe third grade. I don't know. I used to when I was younger. 
I would have to, I would pretend that I got hurt for attention. Mm. Like, I don't know if everybody does this, but I did this. So there was one time me and my dad, we were leaving school and I faked tripped. Mm. I intentionally wanted to do this. I Mm. fake tripped as we were walking out and fell like legit fell on the ground on my arm and pretended I broke my arm Mm. the whole time. I was telling my dad, I broke my arm. I wanted him to take me to the hospital. I wanted to get checked out. I wanted to actually break my arm. He didn't believe me. Obviously Mm. he's smarter than I was. So he took me home and the whole night I'm icing it. It's broken. It's broken. It's it's broken. And I'm complaining. I'm telling, telling everybody's broken. My grandparents is broken. My sister, it's broken. And a couple of days go by and they're not buying it. So I think I end up coming clean. I'm like, yeah, I didn't break my arm. <laughs> and they're like, we know. And then after that, <laughs> they made me go and apologize to every <laughs> single person <laughs> that, that I told that I broke my arm. So I remember going to my grandparents and telling them, I'm so sorry. I lied to you about breaking my arm. And I did that a couple of times. There was a lot of occasions where I'd pretend to really hurt myself. I never went that extreme again because sure. obviously I learned that it was obvious I didn't break my arm. So I yeah. went to like the little extremes. Ah, I rolled my ankle. Uh, I didn't roll my ankle. I got you. But I, I don't know why. I just wanted attention from I, getting injured all the time. I get it. And it still exists. You do it every Sunday night at basketball. Shut up. You do. <laughs> you always fall in. Ah, my back, my back. Ah, my back. I actually do hurt myself, <laughs> though. Uh, I'm not buying it anymore. Uh-uh. Whatever. All right. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. But that was probably something weird. But I do weird things all the time. I guess you are right. So yeah, that is that is. I mean, yeah, it is pretty weird, but also somewhat common. Somewhat common. I feel yeah. like there's a lot of people that do do that. Like, because people want attention. You know? Yeah. Like I did not that, but as a kid, if I were depraved of attention, I would result to just doing something weird rather than dumb. Yeah, just yeah. dumb rather than just just being like, hey. Give me a little attention. lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, pay I'd attention like to, to hang me. out with you guys. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, to be honest, I I probably would still go with that route today, though, mm-hmm. rather than be like, Listen, I don't blame you. Hey, be come hang out with me. <laughs> come hang out with me. Weird. All right, so this question is fitting for everybody because the thing I've learned about you over the last few months <clears throat> and years that we know each other is that you love food, and you don't love the food that everybody else loves. All right, you love. You love the different kinds of food that everybody else likes, all right? And it's not a weird thing. Yeah. That's cool. I like that about yeah. you, right? You're not the guy that's just going to go to Chick-fil-A every day. No. You're not going to do it to Chipotle every day. No. Not McDonald's every day. No. You're going to go find the mom and pop shop that no one else knows about, and then you're going to tell everybody about it, that's all right? It. So this question is what is the strangest food you think you like that probably other people wouldn't like? Okay, strangest food that I think. Or maybe a strangest place that you found. Okay. <clears throat> Shoot. Um mm-hmm. Okay, so well first let me preface by saying like food for me mm-hmm. I like I like enjoy I hope to eat food that tastes good. Yeah. But I can eat a meal. And it maybe not taste the best, but still have the time of my life, right? Because I like to cook, and and sometimes like if I'm trying a dish that's like very specific to a culture or something like mm-hmm. that, I feel like I get to learn about this culture, and I get to, especially if I'm in someone's house and they're like making me something that they grew up eating or something, I get right. to learn about your family. And so even though it might not taste the best to me, mm-hmm. I like I feel like man, I'm connecting with somebody in yeah. in a in a way absent of this dish. I probably wouldn't be able to, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to taste your childhood. If you ate this every day growing up, like mm-hmm. that's cool to me. Just yeah, yeah. So really random, uh, really weird. But in terms of 
like a weird spot that I go to, hole in the wall type spot. Mm. Okay. Okay. I just, I don't even know the name of the place, but. <laughs> that's how hole in the wall it is. <laughs> that's how hole in the wall it <laughs> is. doesn't have a name. <laughs> but it, w- it was on, um, it's on Western at the bottom of the hill. So okay. it's kind of in the hood. Okay. Don't go there without me if you're listening to this. Um, but <laughs> it's a barbecue place. Okay. And uh, and when you go in, there's like bulletproof glass like mm. in front of the in front of the counter, yep. and they give you your food like through a carousel. So like they put it in a thing, and then they spin it around for you, so oh, you can't sure. like you can't like uh, yeah, you can't really eat it. But it's really good. It's good barbecue. Good I barbecue. just wish I remember the name of the place. I don't remember, but. It's good barbecue. Okay. Some good ribs. Some good rib tips. Okay. It's good. It's good up in. It's good up in there. I like going to places where, I gotta you know gotta risk it. You gotta risk it. Gotta to get risk your food. It. Yeah, for the okay. biscuit. Those you know? I will agree with you. Those are the best places. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Those are the best places. Uh-huh. It's like the family owned shops. You know, they take diligent in what they make. Yeah. Instead of you know like the typical McDonald's, it's like a chain restaurant. Yeah. Those people don't care what they're making. They just want the paycheck. Right? Yeah, yeah. But these places, they care. That's they care. Yeah. That's their life. They don't got money for advertisement, so their advertisement is their food. Their food. Yeah, exactly. They, I hope you tell somebody about this. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. the best one. Look at that. You're telling people about a place that you don't even know the name of. I don't even know the name of but <laughs> <laughs> Look up barbecue places, but don't go yeah. to it because apparently it's got bulletproof glass and that's the sign that it's not safe. Yeah. Um, so I got to ask you this because I think you've taken me to one of these places, but oh, yeah. uh, where is your favorite wing restaurant? Wing uh, spot? You, you already know. Is it what's it called? I forgot it's, what it's called. It's called Juniors. On Main Street, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the one you took yeah, me to. Yeah, yeah. And it's really good. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. Juniors on Main Street. I would never have had that if I didn't meet you. <laughs> never. I didn't even know that was a place until I met you. <laughs> it's good. Seasoned food. Top of the line. See, a lot top, of people here would say Wingstop or B-dubs. <clears throat> what do you uh, think about those two? Chains. Uh, I mean, Wingstop above, above B-dubs for me personally. Wingstop above B-dubs. Okay. But, but B-dubs. Mm-mm. No, yeah. awesome. I'm kind of right there with you. Yeah, we don't need to. I mean, I could talk for hours. Listen, about, we could talk. About we could have a whole podcast. Really about bad food. food. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and bad food. I, I'll just throw this out too. Also, Panda Express. Oh yeah, I know you like it, but I like it. Yeah, but I do like <laughs> actual, like you know, like Chinese, real Chinese yeah. food. I would yeah, probably yeah. prefer that over Panda. Mm-hmm. But again, I just don't know of the mom and pop shops that you know of. So I'll just go to Panda because it's easier for me. You. you do your research. I don't. I'm not about to Google Chinese restaurants. I'm just going to go to Panda because I know it. Uh, Judge me if you want to. But it's uh, what we do. So Yeah. That's <coughs> chill. I just, it just doesn't look right. Yeah. That's what it is for me. It no, looks I like somebody cracked a glow stick and then seasoned the chicken. You know, mm-hmm. I will say this. Uh-huh. Have you you probably never have you gone to Hy-Vee and got their Chinese? No. But it's, it's pretty good. good. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Okay. I will say I'll pick that over Panda. Oh yeah? Yeah, it's pretty oh. good. I mean it's you I don't know if you would agree with it because it's still it's a high V, you know, yeah. it's still it's yeah. not like authentic, but yeah. still pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's delicious. So I'll also let me plug Yen Shing real quick. Yen that is Xing? a legit mom and pop shop. Yep, uh, is, North University by the Book Nook, up there. Yep, can't go wrong. It's pretty cheap. It's pretty cheap too. Real really? authentic. They barely speak English, so you got to point to everything in the menu. Oh, it's yeah. it's good. He said, "Oh yeah," but Listen, it's good. I would do that. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what you know is real because they, they, they know how to make <laughs> yeah. it, man. It's not some American white boy behind yeah. the counter making Chinese food. Yeah. I mean, you don't know what you're doing. It's just a bag of frozen. 
orange chicken. You yeah. put the sauce on it. Like they're actually making it. Mm-hmm. So look at you. See, we'll do a whole other podcast later just about <clears throat> food recommendations, and people are going to take your opinions on it. They're they, going to be asking for it later. We'll see, but I, <laughs> but I doubt it. I, I doubt, doubt it. it. <laughs> I doubt it. We'll see. All right. Well, let's get into some actual questions. So we wanted to ask you. So you, you know, you're the you're the worship guy here. Mm-hmm. You, you love to sing. You love you play on the worship team all the time. You wrote mm-hmm. some songs. So we wanted. I, I wanted to ask you just some questions. Just kind of around worship, and the first one I just wanted to ask is very simple, and just um, I I I think it'll just set the tone for this. Is just what does worship mean to you? You know, like we sing songs on a Sunday, we sing songs on a Wednesday, we uh, we we write worship songs. Just what in general does worship in a whole just mean to you? Why do you do it? What's the reason behind it? Mm. Um. Uh, so. Uh. Yeah. Worship to me. This is the definition that I that I roll with. It's just yeah. when. Like every part of my life just responds to who God is, mm-hmm. you know, and me knowing him and having a relationship with him. And so, uh, so beyond when an instrument is in my hand or I'm singing something or playing something, uh, like every title that I wear. So as an employee, mm-hmm. as a husband, as a father, as a brother, as a son, as a communicator, as a as a citizen of the United States, mm-hmm. like every title that could, could I could possibly own. Like, like when all of those things respond to who God says that I am and who he's called me to be, yeah. you know, through a relationship with him. Uh, that is when I feel like I'm, I'm like actually like getting to the heart and to the, to the meat and bones of like being a worshiper. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, even, even just like when all the little things in and about my life that not necessarily everybody sees response to me. So even in my speech, mm-hmm. how I talk, even in my bank statement, how I'm spending my money, mm-hmm. um, even in, in like, like how I care for my home, yeah. you know, uh, how I treat my neighbors, like, and all those things, when all those things line, uh, line up and I, and I feel like people can, yeah, see them and sense hopefully the love of Jesus through yeah. them, you know, then, then I think that, we're really really getting to something you know through your lifestyle yeah yeah yeah. yeah. you know just how you live your life how you live your how you how you live your life it's it's super yeah super important and it's like super personal too you know uh i think i spent a lot of my life thinking that in order to to live a lifestyle of worship or to be a good worshiper it needed to look like how that person does it or how that person does Mm -hmm. it how that person does it yeah but in reality i'm I'm walking through different stuff. I got my own journey with Jesus yeah. and I think he's asking things of me specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, in Romans chapter 12, verse one, it talks about becoming a living sacrifice. You yeah. know? That is a true act of worship is yeah. what the Bible says. And so um, I think that there are specific things. Well, there are universal things that God calls everyone to sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? Like if you choose to follow him, um, then universally, you know, you're, you're called, uh, to sacrifice your own pro- your own pleasure right yeah. um you're called to sacrifice like being vulgar in language mm-hmm. you know you're called to sacrifice um not being good with money mm-hmm. like we don't have those quote-unquote freedoms yeah. you know uh even though they're not really freeing like people are slaves to yeah. all those things you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying yeah yeah uh, but we don't have those freedoms as believers but then specifically like as i live a life of worship i think god is asking sam like 
like I I'm calling you to give this thing up in pursuit yeah, yeah. of me, you know? And so <clears throat> so uh yeah, so that's what it is for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know that you're you've asked this or you're going there, but Go I'm it. just going anyway. Do it, do it. But so that's like why I think corporate worship or worship with like believers gathered together, yeah. whether they're young or old or whatever, like coming together and, and singing songs and all that stuff. I, to me it's like the best preparation to be able to to do those things yeah. because if we're being honest, it's not the most comfortable thing to do at first, right? Yeah, yeah. I think you do think things like, oh man, how do I sound? How do I look? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that word means. Why am I, Why is everyone raising their hands? Yeah, Should yeah. I be raising my hands just because everyone else is raising their hands? Do I stand up? Do I sit down? Yeah, yeah. You know, you think all these things, but I, but I, I think the more that you like push back against the the discomfort of it, and the more you're in God's word and you just see, and throughout all the Psalms, like we're encouraged yeah. to shout to sing right, yeah. to raise our hands uh, to bow before him um to look up in reverence like they're all physical things um we're encouraged to sing songs with, with one another when we gather you know yeah. so it's all in the bible and as a believer we want to live out whatever is in god's word yeah. and so i get it's uncomfortable but in the same breath for me i've always just thought okay if i'm amongst a bunch of people that believe and proclaim jesus and i find it difficult to just sing songs about him or I find it difficult to like lift my hands and express my, my, my love and appreciation mm -hmm. for him. Then what chance do I have when, you know, I'm at school or I'm at work and I'm not amongst believers. Yeah. Uh, I'm not amongst people that share my faith. What chance do I have to actually like stand up and, yeah. and stick out and, uh, and live out the things that I'm called to live out, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So it's just good preparation. Yeah. It, I love that. And like, so one thing I wanted to ask you kind of with the corporate side of worship is like when, when we're worshiping together, I think about like for me when I'm in that environment and I know you're on stage a lot worshiping mm -hmm. and you don't get the opportunity to be like in the crowd every once in a while. But when I'm, in the sanctuary with people and I'm worshiping for me, it's just like a moment to just thank God for like what he's done in my life, whether mm. it's good or bad, you know, that's kind of just what I like sit and rest on and ponder on. Um, for you, maybe what does that look like while we're, cause I know with students, it's like, it's like that uncomfortable discomfort thing, you know, like they don't know how to worship. Should I worship? Should I raise my hand? But in that moment when we're worshiping and singing songs, what's something, I don't know, like maybe for you, what do you do in that moment to really just focus your attention? Cause I know it's easy when you're on the platform, like, Oh, people are looking at me. Oh, oh, oh. but like, yeah. what do you focus yourself on? Or maybe when you're not on the stage and you're just in a worship environment, what do you focus on while you're worshiping? to not be uncomfortable or to make it purposeful. I sure. Guess. So this is very niche and mm -hmm. maybe not a lot of people are going to get what I'm about to say <laughs> and they're out there, but, um, but it's, st it's still worship. It's still worship mm -hmm. for me. Like when I'm leading on a Sunday, but on a Sunday morning or on a Wednesday night, there are so many things that are just yeah. happening that I'm listening mm -hmm. to and listening for that, um that um and i'm I, I know the lord still receives it as an offering you know and that is me providing and, and doing my my best to mm -hmm. allow other people's other people to worship and not have any sort of distraction yeah. uh but um but it's not really like a, a personal moment of worship for me if yeah. that makes sense yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying and so and so uh I don't, I don't know. So it's, it's still, you know, under the umbrella of worship, but it's not something that like, you know, when you have a moment of worship, there's just something that like feels like, like my heart is filled up, you know, and, uh, and, uh, um, and 
most of the time in corporate stuff it's it's like a pouring out of my heart mm-hmm. which we're called to do we're called to be condu- conduits right nothing's mm-hmm. supposed to just remain stagnant like as god pours into us we pour it out and yeah. fill us back up and so my pouring out just happens to be um when when you know i'm leading people in in, in worship mm-hmm. and so uh but my fi- but my filling up is just like moments right before this i was just sitting in the sanctuary yeah. reading my bible uh singing a singing a song out to the lord and it's important that we have those yeah. that we have those moments in addition to just like those corporate moments where we get to stand shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. with people that uh hopefully share the same faith that we have and look heavenward so yeah yeah that's that's okay. kind of yeah i like that um, so kind of as we come to a close a little bit, I wanted to ask you, um, just for students, like you talked about it at the beginning, living a life of worship. That's what worship really is. Um, how can in students lives, I think on a day to day basis, how can they try to live out a lifestyle of worship? Like how can they take what we do on a Sunday maybe and live that out in a day to day life? Like what are some maybe examples that you'd have for students that are listening? Um, uh, yeah, so I, I kind of touched on it before, but um, just right now, I, f- I feel like uh, just pray to the Lord and ask yeah. ask ask Him, like God, what does what do you need from me? Mm-hmm. You know, um, again, because I, I just remember being young and just thinking that person is someone that really loves the Lord. So therefore, if my life looks like that person's life. Yeah and my expression of worship looks like that person's expression of worship, th- then I must be doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. But it's, God wants a personal relationship with you. You know, he wants your heart. Um, and there are things that I might be more connected to than that person is. And so it's easy for me to give the sacrifice that that person is giving. Yeah, yeah. But what God really wants from me is something completely different, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think it just takes, it, it just takes some God seeking and some self searching, mm-hmm. um, and asking yourself the question: Yeah, God, what uh, what might I be holding on to that I'm not really ready to to right. give and to surrender to you? Yeah, um, and uh, and then you'll know what that is, and and just begin the journey and start walking with the Lord and like kind of what it looks like to let that mm-hmm. let that thing go. Um, um, uh, yeah, I I can say for me, <clears throat> um. Yeah, personal convictions are a huge thing yeah, yeah. thing for me, you know, and personal convictions are, are different than um you know, there there are things that are like you're not really sinning if you do them, mm-hmm. right? But the more that I grow in a relationship with the Lord, the more that I understand myself, I begin to realize, yeah, I know that that thing might be okay for that person, yeah, but yeah. for me specifically, uh um I know my relationship with Jesus is going to suffer if I do that thing, you know? And so, um, I would never like tell people my own personal convictions because then we just get into like legalism stuff, you know, and just like, you can't do this and you can't do that. And don't do this and do that. But I think we should all have things that are like, yo, for me and my walk with the Lord Mm -hmm. for what I'm going through in my life, I don't know. It's the wisest thing that I, partake in that yeah. thing you know yeah um and and i think kind of when you begin to start to have those relationships it's just the mark of someone that's really growing and walking yeah. hard towards the lord and and i think that's like just a beautiful act of worship you're sacrificing something giving up something yeah just so you could seek the lord more so 
Would you say that a big thing of worship <laughs> or just in general of following Jesus is surrender? Like surrendering ourselves? Because I think that's a lot. We like we as humans, we want to do our own thing. Go yeah. Our own places, say our own things. Yeah. And I think that's just what like having a relationship with Jesus is, is surrendering ourselves to his greater story. Would you like what do you think? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I think of the story of there's Saul in the Bible who um, just took it upon himself to continue to bring God animal sacrifices that he never yeah. asked for. And, and there's a, a famous, for a well-quoted verse in there that's just where God says, that, like, over your sacrifice, I want obedience. Obedience yeah. over sacrifice. Did you just preach on this? Maybe. Who just preached on this? Did you just preach on this? I might have. Maybe you did. I don't know. I preached too many things. Yeah, yeah. I, also, this is online somewhere. Anything that wise that might come out of my mouth probably didn't come from me. That I heard it from true, somewhere yeah. else. So, so true. But kingdom domain, you know, I yeah. don't know. So I, I claim nothing. But <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, uh, there's someone wiser that probably shared and talked about it way better. So, um, yeah. But but yeah, obedience obedience over, over sacrifice. Don't, yeah. don't just give God something because everyone else is giving that thing to him or yeah, that's yeah. what we're supposed to give him. But, but a true act of worship is yeah. Surrendering and yeah. listening to the voice of the Lord. Like I want, I want to give you what you, what you want from me. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever, someone's ever given you a gift that you never asked for. And yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's just kind of frustrating. And All it's also kind of like, especially if it's from someone that like you, have a relationship with it's just kind of like dang you don't even know me right yeah? don't even want you this. don't even know you know that i wouldn't even like uh-huh. this you know what i'm saying and so uh and so that's kind of same thing with the lord i just feel like like i know him and i want to give him what he wants i don't yeah. i don't want to i don't want to give him something that just some song and just like yeah hey, take it Lord. Yeah. and god is like man you don't even uh-huh. do you know me yeah. just just spend some time with me and that's yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and i'll tell you exactly what i need from you you know so mm. that's it the wisdom of Sam Misagaro, man. It's cool. not his. But yeah, yeah. Still. Or whoever is that. Still, is, whoever, yeah. wherever he learned <laughs> yeah. it from. Yeah. Well, man, I just want to say thank you uh, for coming on. We'll definitely have to do this again because obviously we got to talk about a lot more food stuff. So yeah, uh, there's more to come uh, with that. But we'll go to the bulletproof restaurant next time. We'll go on site. I, I need you to. Yeah, <laughs> I need you to take me now. Nah, I won't I'm be curious. <laughs> man well thank you guys for tuning in uh give it up for our pastor uh, you uh, worship pastor sam Misagaro. he's around talk to him get to know him man he's a great guy but we love you uh thank you for joining us man i appreciate you and we'll see you all next time